0: Welcome to Kettlebells and Cocktails. I'm your host, John. Back with my pumping friend, Nikki. Nikki, how are you?
1: I'm good. Can you hear it? Can I you cannot. Hear it in the I can't hear
0: it. You keep. What
1: if I do this? Hold on. Wait. What if I do this?
0: It sounds like bean.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like.
0: Wow. Your pump sounds like Bean when he's really happy.
1: Ugh, it's a <laughs> purring pump. That actually makes me feel better about the pump to think about it that way. That's kind of sweet. Normally, yeah. it's like, ugh, the pump. And enough. it's like, the, oh, it's like there, a sweet kitty. There's
0: nothing sweet about my cat. Nothing.
1: <laughs> the pump is sweeter than Bean. The
0: pump is far sweeter than Bean. It would definitely, <sighs> definitely not scratch me.
1: Uh well, this is a first. You know, we've had the baby on the podcast and now we have me pumping on the podcast. So it's we've come full circle now in motherhood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have a lot of firsts on this podcast tonight. True. Yeah. So uh tonight will be an interesting episode. We've never done anything like this before. Uh and we'll see if I can get the name right. We practice off the air. I'm gonna blow it here, but Lorisa Cunha. Is that right? I'm close. Yes, perfect. Boom, slammed on. <laughs> on. So uh she's a South American CrossFit champion. Am I getting this right too? Two-time champion from Brazil. Is that right? Yes. Yes, uh, in 2021. 20 and uh most notably, the reason why we're talking tonight is she was recently uh tested positive from the CrossFit Games uh for uh a substance, and she's been Uh, disputing that with them has had a kind of a big process. And um, she and I have a mutual friend uh, in the space. And I reached out to him and said, Hey, I'd like to give her an opportunity to tell her side of the story. So, uh, you know, Nikki and I, honestly, I don't think, you know, Nikki, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I didn't do a boatload of research going into this other than what I've seen from Larissa on the internet and, you know, talking to my friend. And so we thought we'd give her a chance to. Tell her story, and then we'll ask some questions if that's yeah,
1: correct. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. So, Larissa, I'm, I'm excited to have you because I I truly don't know a lot about how this process works. And I don't know what happens when you get called out for X, Y, and Z, and what happens when you have to refute that, and what's the process that you're going through right now. And I know that you're kind of still in the middle of a lot of it, and a lot of it is legal, so you might not be able to go into too much detail. But I I just kind of want to hear from you what in the heck happened and then i'm sure i'll have a dozen more questions once you're done telling the story but can we just start there like in your own words just fr- from the beginning what what happened here
2: i'm asking this question until now <laughs> for me to yeah. <laughs> so, yeah i was prepared for everything when i i had to to pass through uh quarantine to be there in mexico so i had to be 14 days in Mexico uh, to be at the games. I was preparing myself physically, mentally, and even for COVID, nothing about this, nothing about to get a positive test and a drug test. This never crossed my mind. I am, uh, I am an athlete since I was five. I was gymnastic. I trained until my 17 or 18 years. And then I started CrossFit and today I am 30. I never think and use anything I, in substance. I, I always believe in hard work and everything about it. In 2019, I almost get there in the games. I got a second spot and I, and I was, um, I won four of the five events. I just lost the event of wobble and, and row. And it was, uh, very good to see my weakness. And I was patient and I worked harder to, to make it work for the next year. And in 2020, I, I got the spot and we had the almost the same workout, but with, uh, wobble. Roll and bring muscle ups, right? And it was a great workout because, uh, it was great to, to saw my, my process that it was working, my, my training and everything that I did for it. I always was patient and waiting for the, the perfect moment or the moment that it had to be. I never thought and use something that could, uh, make Time to short the time to be there, you know, to get some something that could get me faster for the that moment. So I waited for it, but I worked hard and I tried to do everything that I could and everything perfect. I thought that I was doing that. So um, I have a, a doctor that she is with me since I began CrossFit. So she was one of the persons that really, really believed me since the, the first moment. We uh, were very careful about everything, about this. And she was uh, very concerned about everything. Like, I can't share my my cup with anybody. I can't do some things. And I was very clear to her, and she was very clear to me every time so i w- i never f- thought that this could happen to me so when I got the 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 results i couldn't believe I was shocked because I was not preparing for for this and she was there she was there at the games to watch me too and she couldn't believe too because um this never crossed her mind. And she gave me just uh two two options that this could be happen. And the first one it was that be could be an uh, an error in a uh, the lab. So we we had to wait this and for the to test the, the second sample. And the second one, it was contamination, but I didn't know that that this could happen. Uh, We always um, heard about it. This is real, but nobody hadn't proven this yet. Um, Before me, I, I think just one person. And I just knew that after this happened to me, so it was not a thing or a subject that people uh, were talking about a lot. And I think athletes are not educated about it. So that's why I thought it was important to talk about it because I don't want this to happen to anyone anymore. And I know that it could happen because it's very common. I can see it because... I, I was thinking that I was trying to do my best, trying to avoid everything about it. So the, the supplements that I, wa- that I took, it was, um, it was certified, but from the, the agents here in Brazil, it called Anvisa. So I trust them. I trust the, the, how my, my country works because it was a a supplement legal here and I didn't know what was the the substance that uh, got uh, positive in in my my exam actually I don't know a lot of substance prohibited substance because I never uh, went to 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 know about it because I never think in using it, so I didn't know what was osarina that it was the substance that uh, appeared in, in my test. When I was, uh, when I searched about it, I knew that the substance which was prohibited in Brazil, so this was more scary, even scary, because the contamination is very unfair and contamination with a a prohibited substance here in brazil that you you cannot manipulate it everything anything with this it's even scarce so i was not believing it and i i am trying to tell people that this is real and they have to be careful about it so
1: so so to be clear and um, just make sure that i understand this properly so Your first sample came back, you know, testing positive and you were like, that just can't be right. So they tested your B sample, you provided them with all of the supplements, correct, that you were taking. And they determined the CrossFit drug testing organization determined that your supplements were contaminated or tainted with something that was banned, which means that what you were taking was probably processed in a facility where those other banned substances were also processed is that right like the where the manufacturer was doing it or the facility that it came from is that likely where the contamination came from
2: yes that's that- right that's the the only the only thing that could happen because my samples was not open so it cannot be i because people talk a lot. So they thought that I could uh, even put something inside to contaminate this, but it was not possible because the the sample was um, unopened. So which was uh, something that I couldn't do. I think this was a good argument that I could show CrossFit that I did this sample test it was a lab that they suggest me, su- suggested me and it is a NSF lab. And I think these, the agents that tested supplements there in US, in, in the, the rule book, they, they should suggest to, to, to took supplements about that was tested with them and this is not talking this is not uh show it to 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 athletes so today i i just went to my email and i saw that they they sent something about the the 2022 season and they share about supplements and athletes for the first time i think i never Uh, seen this before and I think for me to tell about my story to tell about this is what this was real and to have this conversation and to have the opportunity to talk about it it's very important because uh, we can talk and, and they can hear us and they can educate at least because I think they must educate athletes because athletes don't they don't think that this could happen with them and this could
1: <laughs> so the original ban uh the original ban that crossfit employs to people who test positive is 4 years correct
2: correct yeah and so
1: after they determine that this was not uh intentionally ingested by you they took that down to two is that right that's kind of where you're at right now you're you you've got a two-year ban from crossfit for competition
2: yes two years counting from the day that i got tested got it got it okay It, it
1: was in july okay and where how are you feeling about that situation? how everything kind of shook out, and where you are at right now?
2: Yeah, so when I applied it, I showed them similar cases to mine that they handle uh different. I knew that in prosfit just the cases it was just four years or two years until now and but I was very hopefully to to try to show them that there are a lot of similar example examples to mine that it was treated differently. And it was not in the, in, a, in a in a company or in an agency or in a brand that it was another brand. It's it's something big, it's something huge like Olympus or even UFC, some similar cases to mine uh, got six months of um suspension. It was that I that I know it was three girls. I tried to show them with similar cases in my country in Brazil. I know that uh, at the same time that I was leaving the case living th- the same in in Tokyo. And it was a uh, Brazilian girls, there's something wrong over here. <laughs> and and I tried to show them this. About other cases, other old cases, Olympics treated differently, and I showed this them uh, to them, and and I showed it. It was no intentionally like me. It was not appear in the at the level like me, and the the amount of Osarina oh, that was found it was very um, very few. I don't know. It was not so too much the first pers- the percentage and just like them and they could prove this and Olympics and UFC treated this differently and they they know that they have to to do a ban to to apply a ban because the the substance was there and I was okay with this. Because I know that I, I was there I was responsible about it and I know that I, I tried to to take care about everything, but it was not uh enough. Even with this, I couldn't prove that this could be handled like the, the Olympics or the UFC. So um Can I ask a if, question,
0: Larissa? When you yes. when you say there were s- similar circumstances where bands were handled differently, you're talking about different organizations though correct you're talking about the UFC and the Olympics not CrossFit yes okay were there any instances where CrossFit handled it differently that you found or were these just other other organizations
2: so they didn't answer me about this (laughs) I've only ever
1: heard of two years or four years I've only ever heard of those two within CrossFit
0: yeah that's all I heard I guess I was just curious if yeah, I just wanted to make sure we were clear on the you know being handled differently. That this wasn't CrossFit handling it differently. It was UFC, Olympics, or whoever else you were looking into handles bans yeah, differently on prohibited substances than CrossFit's rules, which are two or four years.
2: Yes, I was trying to show them that uh, they could see this case by case. So mm-hmm. I'm not trying to ask them to athletes use substance the prohibit substance because I don't agree with this and I couldn't see this before because I never was at this this situation so and I never thought that I would be here (laughs) talking about this if I can see that in another organization they are handled differently, uh, d- differently. I was asking why prostate couldn't be like them or couldn't treat case by case like two years for me. It's going to cost three years. I know that people over there that couldn't prove that it was contamination. They got four years because I know how expensive this is. But thank God I had a lot of good people beside me that could have, could help me and I could prove it. And we are trying to fight hard to, to prove that we could handle different, differently just because in another organizations, they are doing this. So I'm trying to, to bring it to CrossFit to maybe to them look to athletes differently that this could happen that this could be not their fault we work very hard to be there (laughs) it's not easy it's not uh, something simple to get there to the to the games and we do this not just for us because we believe in the brand we believe in the sports and I am a person that I am passionate about sports and everything that, that we live there and that we represent. I am very sad that my image and my, my name is linked about it, but I don't know why <laughs> God put this in my, my hands. And I am trying to, to fight to show that. We could be better, and to try to to fight for the athletes, not just for me. Try to fight for we we deserve it, and I think that we deserve a treat better. So uh, that's why I am trying to fight over this. I know that today the the thing that we have it's four years or two years, but I I know that we can do better. And I'm trying to, to show this to all the world. I guess the question at hand is, you know, if you're
0: asking them to change their policy around two years or four years, what don't you feel like you'd be opening almost a Pandora's box of issues, meaning there, you know, if, if we were to believe what you're telling is true and I'm not here to say it is or it isn't just, let's just hypothetically say everything you've told us is hundred percent true. What's going to keep athletes in the future, from actually cheating and then saying, oh, it was tainted supplements, I should get six months, as opposed to the full four years. I mean, it just feel it feels like we would be opening a tremendous amount of um uh, give a lot of wiggle room to I athletes to find totally ways way. to, you know, uh wean off substances prior to the games. And if they get caught with a tiny little bit in their bloodstream or their urine or whatever that they could claim tainted substances.
2: So I don't know how this works in Olympics, but I know that in CrossFit, no, I know that in Olympics they have a chance to to have an audience with really judgment Mm -hmm. and someone that is a professional one that we can talk like we are talking right now. And they can see in my eyes. They can hear my my lawyer. They can they can see everything that we can uh, that that we really show that we, we we show them to prove this the this contamination. So they can they can decide that if this was intentional or not. So they are professional. <laughs> they know how to do it. So I don't know how to do it. So I can't say how to do it for you, but they they know. And in CrossFit, I just had contact by in mail. So I didn't have an audience, I didn't have a judge, I didn't have a chance to show my my lawyer or to to do anything that I could to do in an audience to, to show my proofs. I don't know the person that is, that is answering me. So I don't know if he is a professional. I don't know if he is a judge. I don't know. I, I don't know how to say this, but I know that in Olympics, they, they do know if you deserve six months, two years. Four years, three months, I don't know, <laughs> but they do. The thing here, I am trying to get a fairly judgment to athletes that they deserve it. I know that I could take four years, but I fight hard. I thought hard to, to show them that I, I, it, I, it was not my fault. And I didn't know this. And they accept this. They, they they could see this, and I am for sure that if I had I, an audience with a judge, three years, it was not my. It it would not be my my sanction. I had a a, a lawyer that he is a professional with Olympic athletes. He traded for uh, Cesar Cielo that. He is a great swimmer here in Brazil. He was with a similar case in past years i don't know the the year, but I showed them with this case it was six months. I tried everything to show them that they could handle differently that we we had so that's why I'm trying to 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 get this situation it's not to be easy to cheat it's just to be treated fairly you know
0: yeah so a couple of questions prior to being tested you had i'm assuming but i should ask did had you fully read the drug testing policy for the crossfit games and the document that they provide
2: if i read it
0: yeah, the drug testing program. They they release it every time they do a CrossFit games every the year they release. Book. Yeah, it's in the rule book. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, in the rule book. Yes.
0: Okay, so you, Now I did. <laughs> you hadn't read it prior to being drug tested though.
2: What? The, Sorry.
0: Had, you, had you read did you read the drug testing program rule book prior to being tested?
2: Yes, I read this.
0: Okay. So the supplements that you were taking then, were you looking for like third party verified labels? I know you said they were, you know, trusted by the Brazilian government, but that's a much different thing than being trusted by a specific, you know, uh, competing board, for instance, like in this case, the CrossFit Games, where they're judging what's being taken by the athletes. Were you, were you looking for that or you you just going off of what the Brazilian government was saying was safe and what wasn't?
2: Yes, I I thought that was safe. I didn't know that I had to take a, an NSF supplement. And I already read about the, the rule book. It's nothing that uh, we pay attention and the NSF certified supplements they are not, uh, selling here in Brazil. I n- never searched them here to, to take them to provide it. Uh, for us as athletes, we don't earn a lot of money to, to, have, uh, to afford this. And I had to import supplements if I wanted to, to take and NSF sorts by it.
0: So why take any supplements then? If you if you know that you or if you suspect you, you know you can't get NSF supplements and you're not 100% convinced that the Brazilian government's are not going to be contaminated, why take any? Why risk
1: it? Well, she was con- she was convinced that the Brazilian government's check check mark of approval was enough. Yeah. Right. Right. That's that's yeah. what I'm hearing at least at the time. You were like, "This is definitely." I'm giving my 100 percent confidence to this governmental board, which would be kind of like if the FDA here was like, "This is fine, you'll be fine." It's kind of like that. Yes. So you you Maybe had I I'm confused
0: because I don't trust yeah. the FDA either. I guess yeah, it's, it's kind totally of like, fair. Kind of no, no, like...
1: I don't either. But that's that's at least what I'm hearing from her. Is she she went all in on that being safe? Okay.
2: Yes, I thought that I was safe, and. That's why it was a surprise. But now I can tell this is not 100% safe. So
0: Well, I guess that's the real question for me, though. Is And, and you know, I, I sympathize with your position because I know it's got to be horrifying to you, you know, to find that you've taken a, a supplement that you didn't intend to take. But knowing what you know now is your position that they should reduce your sentence or are you just trying to educate athletes to not make the same mistake so other athletes know to start looking closer at labels or, to you know, or to maybe even quit taking supplements altogether.
2: Yes, both. Uh, the first thing I think I, I tried to, to apply them and when I got the, the, the email, but they didn't accept this but i'm trying to show the world that uh we have something different outside pro grid i don't know some that we can be better from here trying to, to to see case by case this is my fight right now and i am trying to reduce my 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 central and i'm trying to show athletes and educate them to how to handle with this and how to avoid this. So uh, this is my fight right now. (laughs) So
1: I'm I'm curious to know what kind of a response you've been getting, because there are a lot of people on the internet and the internet is a hot dumpster fire, but there are a lot of people on the internet that are very black and white about this issue. And admittedly, I'm going to Self disclose here. I'm one of those people in the past when I've heard, Oh, so and so popped. This athlete has, you know, claims that their sanction is wrong because their drugs came from this tainted meat in Iceland, whatever. I don't know, but every, every claim I've ever heard, I'm one of those people that's very fast to be like, okay, whatever. Caught cheating. You were caught cheating. So what? What has the response been like? What have you seen from now that you've taken this from the very beginning from that, you know, that announcement through like, no, I've proven that this wasn't my fault. And now I'm fighting the sanction. What kind of response have you seen?
2: I have. uh, I had and I have right now, too a lot of judgments and i know that i maybe i can't uh, prove this to all of the people because there will always be judgment and i never thought that this could happen to me so i walk against this the use of substance so i don't know why this has happened to me but <laughs> I am trying very hard to to be calm and to believe in my process and trying to avoid the the hard and harsh uh comments that I've been um I've been going through and it's very hard because I have a lot of people I have a lot of good people besides me that believes me the brazilian people are very upset about this because they believe in my story they believe in my in my potential and i know that this is very different outside here <laughs> and because people judge i know that i didn't know i didn't did anything wrong but it's try right to prove even when i prove it <laughs> And yeah. It's hard, it's, to, it's
1: hard to prove to people who have like preconceived notions. They put up a a wall. Like, this is what I believe. This is how the system works. This is whatever. And, and yeah, people are very black and white about it. Myself, yes. Yeah. Which is why I think it's good to have these kinds of conversations because, you know, we forget a lot of times that there's real honest to goodness people. <laughs> on the other side of those (laughs) screens on your phone or on your computer and again like I am one of those people that I'm I'm like tell me your story because I really don't know if I believe you but when you when you have a chance to talk it out like calm mature adults then you can reserve your judgment for after you have a chance to learn all the details and hear the story for yourself and then you can make an educated decision in your own mind so I just think it's you know i'm i'm a fan of more discussions like this more transparency in the process more understanding where you're coming from whether i agree with you or not you know i i hear where you're coming from in that other organizations do things differently and you just want things done on a case by case basis because you feel like the judgment that was passed wasn't necessarily a fair one or didn't give you a chance to tell your story properly, whatever. Um, I am happy to hear that the drug testing works <laughs> even with trace elements of, of banned substances. Obviously, we're doing the right thing here, but the, the aftermath is something that I'm, I'm wildly uneducated on. So this is all very like interesting to me and I'm wondering if. If I need to reevaluate how I judge these things now that I hear, you know, all the different elements that may be associated with
0: well, them. And, I don't it, know. and if I can uh, weigh in on it, uh, yeah, Nikki, I think that, you know a couple of things that jump out to me. the The game's policy is really, really clear. At least at the end, they have two paragraphs: one about dietary supplements, another one about athletes being responsible for whatever they put in their body. And it basically says, and I'm really paraphrasing and summarizing here that. You know, you have to research everything that you put in your body and you're solely responsible for it. That's their kind of catch all for events like this that may happen. And then they set their, obviously their standards of two and four years for which they're going to to ban people. We've talked about it on the show before, but, you know, I think in your case, Larissa, where what would have helped you and what might help athletes in the future is an athlete union. You know what you're what you're experiencing is an an opportunity where you're not getting, or at least where you feel like you're not getting fully heard by CrossFit and no one to fight on your behalf. Does that seem pretty accurate?
2: Yes, I didn't get the the final. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Well, I I I guess what I said was, you know, right now it seems like what you're experiencing is you're feeling like, you know, you're wanting to speak to CrossFit about what happened and have them look at the judgment again and they're not you don't feel like you're getting heard or they're you know they're not responding back to you in a way maybe you want to. And uh, you know, Nikki and I have talked on the show often about, you know, having someone to represent athletes is a good way to do that. And in a burgeoning sport like this, I mean, let's be honest, CrossFit's 15 years old at best. So it's such a new sport, like we're just not there yet. So that's part of probably the growing pains of what we're feeling here of why it's so hard to get things to move as fast as maybe you would like for them to move.
1: Um, well, and I would add too that, like, and I know this is kind of a little bit of, is very similar to what I was just asking about as far as the judgment goes, the judgment of the masses, but like, there's always an answer for the other side, right? So, like, I'm the person that's like, okay, well, you know the rules and you know that there are substances that are. You know, fully certified by a third party. So as an athlete, it's your responsibility to get those supplements that are certified by a third party. And if you didn't and yours are tainted, then that, you know, that's still on you. And I'm understanding now and never really thought of like where they may even may or may not be available. So that's a new thing that I'm like, Oh, well, shoot. If they're not available in Brazil, then how does, how does my uh, super judgmental bitchy argument <laughs> work here? I don't really know. Um, but that's kind of where my head's at. It's like the rules are simple; like just just stick to them, and and maybe it's not always so. I don't know, straightforward. Well, and yeah. I, I think
0: your point around educating athletes is really important, Larissa. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you know whether your sentence gets reduced or not, you know you're going to have to fight that with CrossFit. But I will say that you know your point around getting educated on what you're putting in your bodies is really smart. Like osterine, which is the substance that was found is not approved for human consumption. Like this is not like they don't know Wait, what, it, what? Yeah, it's not. This isn't good for you. Like it's not a good it's not a good thing to take.
1: What is it for? Like for horses? No, like what is just, it for? No, it's, just, it's not approved. It's,
0: it's not FDA approved. Like Oh, oh, oh in general, putting, okay. my point is is if there are tainted if there are indeed tainted supplements and you you could be unintentionally ingesting something it could be really really bad for you. And, can you know, I, so I, I would say even the average athlete out there should really be researching what they take. Like we all take, you know, beta alanine and, you know, whatever you want, you know, creatine and whatever you get at GNZ. I think it's important for us to start maybe looking at the labels and really understanding what we're taking and not just trusting that it's general, being. Yes,
2: but my, my thing, it was not even in the label. So I, I, I think it's. It's harder. And about the NSF supplements, I I don't know how the Olympics handle with this, but I was imagined like in Africa, for example, I don't know if they have uh, NSF certified supplements just easy like you have in USA. I think if you want to, to grow as a sport and everything like this, I think we should, um, educate athletes is the first thing that we have to do. And I was very happy today in seeing in my mail that CrossFit did this. And I think that I am talking about this. It was very important for them to, to start to talk about this too. For me, it was very hard at the beginning to, to think, to expose myself about it because i knew that the critics it was uh reached me hard (laughs) and but i knew that i had to do this for me and for all the athletes i don't have any athletes besides me already (laughs) yet sorry but i know that i just in me talking about this i am i am getting them to think about that, this could happen with them. This is already important to me because I don't want they pass through the same that I am right now. Yes, I think educate them. It's very important. I know that this is not my my thing. This sh- this must be a thing that the the brand had to do, and I know that we have the rule book, but. We know that athletes doesn't uh, read it, everything. <laughs> we know that we are a big sport, that we we are getting all the world practice this. And I just want, as an athlete, as a, f- a person that loves to do this every day, and I just want that we, we can be better with this. So yeah, that's my fault. <laughs>
1: So what are you, what are you doing now? Like, are you still training every day as though you could qualify in and whatever, like, is that still
2: the goal for you? Yes, I am trying to train very hard. Uh, now I am in a, in a baseline. <laughs> I don't know for how much time <laughs> back to train. It was hard at the beginning. Because I had some thoughts, but I was trying to to get this like in a, in a therapy to to make me better to make me feel to make me feel uh, just like in the past days before everything and I do this because I love not because I want to be famous or do, because I want to to get rich or anything like this, <laughs> I just do just, just do this because I, I love it, and I love how uh, all about the, this sports, not just the training, but everything that I represent here in Brazil, and for all the people that that believe in me, that uh, think that I, I can be better, that that I can be a champion one day. I don't know. <laughs> But I have a lot of people besides me, and I know that I have to do this for them too, not just for me, so that's why I'm keeping hard working
0: <laughs> well i I think that's great Larissa. i you know i'm I'm much older than you. I don't know if you know that you couldn't tell from my youthful glow but um <laughs> i I would tell you don't don't let the haters on the internet get you down. You know, you're going to, you're going to hear a lot of opinions after the show, you'll hear a lot of opinions on your page and anywhere, you know, this gets posted and, um, you know, hold your head high and work hard and, uh, you know, and I'm proud of you at least at the minimum for bringing this, you know, bringing it forward for athletes to really start thinking about what they're putting in their bodies. So I think that's a, you know, you said it kind of, you said it kind of in the middle of your last paragraph that athletes don't always read the rule book. And that was the one thing that really struck me that if anyone takes away anything from this, you better read the darn rule book because it's, it's there for a reason and understanding what it's telling you and what you should and shouldn't be putting in your body is critically important. If you want to be a competitive athlete in any sport, let alone CrossFit, um, you know, you just don't want to find yourself in a situation you don't want to be in. So read the rule book, be careful what you're taking and hope for the best, I guess, is all you can do past that and then train hard and you're doing that. So, you know, thank you for sharing your story and, and, you know, letting us hear it. And, you know, I guess we'll let the world judge it from there.
1: Yeah. And keep us posted, like, as you continue your fight or continue your, you know, education sort of route here, let us know how it goes. And if anything changes We'd love to hear it because right now I, I think they CrossFit has said that the two-year ban stands and you're, you're kind of working on that. So if anything gets updated there, make sure you let us know.
2: Yes, <laughs> for sure. I All hope right. we can do something better from here and from everything that I decided to, to share since the beginning. And it was hard because I was, um, uh, looking everyone doing the shaking while I was doing the first video that I was announcing the 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 email that I, I was tested positive but I knew that I had to, to show the world my, my story and I think that we can do something better from here and that's why I'm fighting here and that's why I will keeping uh, working hard and fighting for the for me and for all the athletes. That's why.
0: <laughs> well, I think we appreciate your positivity and your hard work. So I think that's uh, those are all great things. So, thanks for joining us and sharing your story, Uh Nick, and Nikki and I are actually going to stay on after this. So uh, we appreciate you being on and uh, keep us updated. Okay.
2: Okay. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Nikki, it's just us now.
2: Ooh. Hello.
0: <laughs> We've now never we exit-
2: shit. No,
1: I'm kidding.
0: We've never had someone exit from the show while we're still on the air. I know. So it's weird. It was weird. And it was weird there for a moment. I've also never had anyone blow me a kiss on the way out the door. So.
1: it was very sweet. Except for
0: Pat Vellner. I think he did it.
1: Oh, I for think. sure. I'm he almost positive. Too,
0: for sure. All right. Now comes the th- opinion piece. Did you believe her?
1: Yeah. And I feel like such a bitch because I'm seriously, I am that person. No, I'm, I'm being honest. I am that person that's like, whatever you cheated, you got caught. And, and I am very black and white about that. Admittedly, I'm not an internet troll and I don't write it on people's pages because that's a whole nother level of bitchiness that I don't sure. have. Thank God. But, um, but I, I am like that. And so, I, you know, when you first booked her and you first told me she was coming on the show, I was like, oh, God, get ready. Get ready for my fiery questions. Uh, but it, it it just isn't like that. And I I think that we all need the harsh reminder that there are people on the other ends of these stories that you hear and these articles that you read and these issues that you try to understand. And, and maybe she's right. Maybe it should be a case by case kind of thing. Maybe, yeah, maybe.
0: she said a lot of things though, that like she didn't read the rule book.
1: That's rough. It, that's is, that's rough. Is, right. Yeah. It's
0: a pretty big deal. And you right. know, again, I'm not judging her. Like I don't, I, she's probably right. I bet there are a lot of athletes that don't read the rule book. Like, but that's not an excuse to not read the rule book. Right. Yeah, she, but
1: also like the rule book didn't list something that she, that was listed on her ingredients list.
0: What? Do you know what I mean? Like,
1: Right. Like uh, whatever she popped for was not an ingredient in the supplement that she was taking.
0: Well, yeah, I get that. But I guess so. my point is, is like, you know what her, that was kind of the, the point. Her other point was, well, and I think she said people in Africa, it seemed weird, but people in Africa <laughs> can't get NS, you know, can't get this NSF, um, drug. So she, or, you know, they've kind of, they've got a harder road to take than people in America. Well, my argument would be, well, by that token, are we giving people in Brazil and Africa an advantage by letting them take things that might be tainted and giving them, you know, these supplements that we can't take here? You know, it's like oh. it just opens up a real sticky road here um, you're right,
1: you're right. where you have to well, be and- really,
0: really careful about what you're taking. And, and they have to set some rules for everyone. Otherwise, that's what happens. Right. You do have you know, some of these countries where the drugs that you couldn't get here in the States are far easily available. You know?
1: yeah yeah and then of course my like first world problems brain goes to like you can't get those in brazil like, well like, amazon ships everywhere here,
0: here's my biggest point is like like not reading the rule book and not understanding what you can and can't take Did you know you can't take adderall and do this like so if you have add you can't take Vyvanse, adderall whatever all the other yeah, drugs yeah, are yeah. right
1: yeah isn't isn't there something in there about like, you, you basically can't take like cold medicine. Yeah. You like, can't take you can't nasal take, spray, like, pseudo-ephedrine, whatever. I don't know yeah. if I said that right. Matt you, would probably you have absolutely
0: head. cannot take nasal spray. Right. Like, there are, are rules like that, yeah. that if you're not reading the rule book, you're not going to know, and you're going to pop. And I'm not saying she took any of those things. It's just, that's the point of like, you didn't read the rule book. They have a two-year and a four-year ban. I'm struggling with, you need to reduce my sentence after I didn't read the rule book.
1: So I'm, I, I would. Okay, I I don't have that exact argument because her pop had nothing to do with the rules specifically. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But yeah. but But my problem is I don't necessarily think that CrossFit needs to operate on the same level as far as their rules go and as far as their standards go as other sports. I don't think that there's something that says, blanket, all sports need to treat sanctions the same exact way so if crossfit's uh policy is four years or two years i'm not so sure how well the argument of well the olympics offers a six-month option right i just don't know that to me it doesn't jump out and like yeah duh i'm like ooh, does it matter what everyone else does i don't i'm not totally sure maybe it does maybe the olympics is an excellent standard and we should hold crossfit to that maybe i don't know I don't
0: know. I don't know. I think it's their right to choose however they want to do it. Two and four years is fine by me if that's what they want to do, as long as they're consistently applying it to everyone. And I think they have consistently applied that to everyone. Yeah. To to my knowledge. I mean, I I wouldn't say I'm an expert in this field by any stretch of imagination, but I've never seen them get anything but two and four years, you know, so that's what it seems like to me, you know, my point to her around uh, the athletes union. Like, if you want to go on a case by case basis, you need representation. Otherwise, you know, in this case, CrossFit or whoever you know, whatever corporation you're going up against is never going to give you an audience until you've got someone representing you. There's not like yeah. they're not no business on the planet is going to do that until you got someone on your side. You've got to have some leverage and you need an athlete's union because what an athlete's union would bring her in leverage isn't I'm supporting her. It's I support her and a hundred other athletes behind her that will not be showing up at your games if you don't give us an audience.
1: I've been I've been hearing you call for an athletes union like a lot lately. Like there have been several conversations that have come up recently where you've been like, "Hi guys, put together a union." What are you doing?
0: And nobody listens to me, Nikki.
1: Well, they tried, right? <laughs> Didn't they try? I don't know. That's a whole other podcast well, we could talk. Yeah,
0: look, talk about it's there's just there are just a lot of and again this is just part of a growing sport. I don't have a beef against CrossFit in the way they're running their business. And truthfully, I don't blame them for not giving her an audience. If I ran their business, I wouldn't either. Why would well, you? Right, that kind
1: exactly. That's I I do honestly feel the same way. Um but I, you know, hearing hearing an actual endearing individual try to tell her story does soften my cold black heart a little well, bit.
0: Yeah, me too. Look, I you know, of course we were doing this on video so people that only get this in audio don't get to see it, but we were looking in her eyes and I got to be honest, I don't think she was lying. Now, I'm no expert in human behavior, but I've been lied to a lot. I've been lied to by <laughs> I've been lied to by women a lot, Nikki. Hey,
1: and, shocker. And, uh,
0: yeah, And I don't <laughs> think she was, it's just, yeah. just, you know, I think she genuinely had a problem and uh, you know, but by the same token, I've been lied to and believed it before. And right. I, I know there are plenty of people listening that are going to be that way. I talked to an athlete today who I said, told him who we're interviewing. He's like, F her. She's a cheater. And I'm
1: right. <laughs> right. You know? I'm telling you, that's usually yeah. how that's usually my response too.
0: Yeah, so I get it. People are going to feel the, you know, a lot of different ways about it if anything. For me, I think to your point, this is another instance where I all athletes, if there're any athletes listening to this, you guys should really think long and hard about getting representation for yourself because what happened to her, if she's telling the truth, could absolutely happen to you and you want to be on that side of the fence without representation.
1: Right. No. I, I
0: wouldn't. Don't. I absolutely wouldn't. Here's the flip side of that coin though, Nick, and and it's a big one most CrossFit games athletes and most CrossFit athletes don't make a lot of money. So paying a union is hard to do.
1: Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yep. And and ordering your subs from outside of your country is hard and doing all your own yeah. independent testing is hard. I get it. I get it. Those are all legitimate arguments too.
0: Well, I appreciate that she came on to tell the story because I know that's hard yeah, to do and she's going to catch is. a lot of grief and I got to say it out loud. I think our podcast listeners are nice enough that they're not going to roast this girl, but if the rest of you could just, Find a moment of kindness. We would appreciate.
1: No, it. no, this doesn't matter. Everyone who's going to roast <laughs> her is are the people who are not going to listen to this. They're going to see okay. the headline and they're going to be like, "Insert dumpster fire here." Like that's that's how it always is. That's how it always is. Well,
0: look, I, yeah. But we
1: love I, you guys, I, listeners. You guys are the best. You almost would all, of,
0: almost all of you. Almost. Almost.
1: I e our moms.
0: It's, yeah, my mom, <laughs> my mom, and your mom.
1: It's our only listeners. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that was fun.
1: Yeah.
0: I've never wanted to speak Portuguese so bad in my life, though. uh...
1: (laughs) She did a great job, actually. I thought she did an excellent job. You're
0: impressed I rolled my R when I pronounced her name?
1: (laughs) I was. You said you you. don't do that much in the South, huh?
0: No, I don't. It's hard. Uh, We have have twangs.
1: Russians do it all the time, so I'm very well-versed in the rolled R.
0: Next time, I'm going to let you announce her. (laughs) No,
1: you did a great job. It was
0: perfect. All right. Everything else good? Baby's good. You're all pumped.
1: Yeah, I'm pumped and good. I got I got a few oz's here. It's got to go in the freezer.
0: Okay. Well, we. I will let you get your milk to the freezer.
1: <laughs> Isn't it weird that I milk myself now?
0: On it's the air, so it's so even weird. weirder. Yeah, it's great.
1: So weird. Sometimes, like it's normal. Obviously, I do it every like two or three hours when he eats or I pump. But but sometimes I just look at Matt and I'm like, we're we're milking me right now, literally. Oh God.
0: We've changed the name of the show to Kettlebells and Milk Tales. Milk. (laughs) Something like that.
1: It's gross. It sounds gross. It did. As
0: soon as I said it, it felt gross. No. It it felt gross as soon as the words left my mouth, but I had to say it because it was already in my head. So nothing I could do about it. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, this was fun.
1: Likewise.
0: Uh, So uh, for everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining. Uh, Be kind in the comments, and we will chat with you guys soon.